Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Here in Greer, the official podcast of the city of Greer. I'm Steve Owens alongside Ayla Fitzpatrick, and it's our great pleasure this morning to welcome Deputy Chief Josh Holzheimer from the City of Greer Fire Department. Chief, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, one of the reasons you're here today is some pretty big news. Last weekend, you were inducted as president of the South Carolina Association Firefighters Association in Myrtle Beach. How did that feel for you? So it was. It's a great honor. Um, it's very humbling to. Um, I've been on the board since 2018. I was elected as fourth vice president and moved through the chairs, and um, was instilled as the president on on this past Saturday night. Um, it's a big honor because of the 17,500 firefighters in the state and you're representing them and you're looking out for them and you're trying to um, make decisions that benefit them. What are some of your duties that you'll be expected to perform over the next year? So one of the big things is you lose your, your right to vote. So the, the, the committee is made up of, of 11 people. Um, four of those or five of those are elected the other ones are appointed, um, and they serve on the executive committee for the State Firefighters Association. So the big thing is is those committees all have purpose. Um, our health and safety is we're working extremely hard right now to get cancer awareness out there. If you know, um, when I was the legislative chair in 2021, 20, we received funding for the Firefighter Cancer Health Care Benefit Plan, and which gives all firefighters – paid or volunteer, a benefit for cancer. And, you know, we're extremely, the firefighter profession is, has a extremely higher risk of getting cancer because of the, the carcinogens and the job that we do. So that's that was a big thing. It was funded in July 1st of 2021. So. Fantastic. It sounds like this is a role where you can do a lot for firefighters across the state, but obviously people here in Greer look to you guys to keep them safe every day. So what is you taking on this kind of role on a statewide level do for people back home here in Greer? That's, that's a great question. So I think one of the biggest things is you learn in the fire service is being involved elsewhere gets you ideas, gets you out of the norm. Um, you know, the, the, the old saying is we've always done it that way. Well, maybe it's not the best way to do it. Maybe being a part of things outside of the norm on the state level help you bring that back to Greer to help make things better um, or ideas or how to change things or, you know, we're going through a lot of growth in Greer. It hasn't slowed down, and we have to be mindful of that. I mean, we've been, for as long as I can remember, we've been a two-station department um, with about 10 to 12 people. We're at 12 right now per shift. And, you know, that's a big change when you go from adding more stations and more people. And how do, how do you handle that growth? Um, we're going to see unprecedented growth in the fire department that we have never seen before. So, And you have quite the career, you know, in public service, not just, uh, you know, with our fire department, other fire departments across the upstate, and also EMS. So can you take us back to some of that? So, yes. So I knew at an early age um, – that I wanted to be in public service. I started off and went to paramedic school straight out of high school, and I worked for Spartanburg EMS for a few years, and then I decided I wanted to go to Greenville. Well, that whole time I was, as a paramedic full-time, I volunteered in, at Lander Fire Department, and that was a big thing for me, and And I realized that I just loved the fire department. So in 2004, I applied here, and I did not get hired my first time applying at Greer, I, but they offered me a volunteer position. So I came on in 2004 as a volunteer, 
And then in June of 2005, I was offered a full-time position. I came on in August of 2005. Um, And that was a big thing. I just saw the fire service as a career path. EMS not being, it it was not um, a long-term career because you're lifting a lot of patients and and that kind of stuff. And it was just wear and tear on your body that, and there was no finish line, I should say. So that was a big thing. And that's when I started here in Greer and I've been here since and moved up through the, through the ranks and, and, and that stuff. So, and now you're one heartbeat away from the big chair, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm perfectly fine where I'm at. (laughs) You've seen a lot of changes in the department in the last 17 years. Uh, What's the state of the department right now? So as I've said earlier, we are growing, Um, you know, Council passed our budget last night, and we're hiring 12 additional firefighters, which, I mean, 12 firefighters, we've never hired that many at one time. We usually got one a year, and, uh, you know, so that's a big thing. Um, growth with we got a new fleet coming, um, that's a big thing. Um, it, it's so appreciative to see our elected officials support us in our growth. Um, and, and having that is, is Chief Flowers at the helm guiding us, um, teaching us and, and helping us to better ourselves, um, pushing us for, for, for higher education, and, and it all comes by a support system. You guys have also kept up with technology in a large way. You've got uh, terminals inside the fire trucks. You can do that. Uh, you're using new radio systems. Tell us a little bit about how that's changed the profession. So, for instance, most of the time now, when our firefighters are dispatched to a call, the, the, the dispatcher talks over the radio and it comes into the station, but we have a, a station alerting system that just as quick as the call is assigned to the unit, it alerts the station alerting system and alerts our personnel to respond. Then they have the same, basically it's the CAD screen that they have in dispatch. They have it in the truck and they can read comments that are updated without having to talk to anybody. So it, it's quicker, um, it's more information, and, and it's it's tremendous to see um, – I don't know what's going to change in the next 10 years or with technology as, as fast as it, you know, it's, they say when a computer comes out, it's already out of date because the technology is already advancing. So that's going to be interesting to see where the, where we go from there. And community connect is a big thing. Also, I think you've, you installed a couple of years ago. Tell us what that does for the public and how it helps people who may be experiencing emergency. So it, it, it's the, the fire department's the only one that has access to it. But you can enter your your home information, and if you let's just say you have a family member there that is bedridden or has a significant medical condition, you can enter that information into that Community Connect for your address. And when we get dispatched there, it'll share that information with the firefighters responding, which is crucial in in times of need. I mean, if we know where where that person's bedroom is for a bedridden person, we know how to get them out and get them out there in a hurry if there's a fire or if it's a medical condition. We know they have allergies. Or, or that kind of stuff, it can help us tremendously. I bet that helps, you know, the people you're responding to just as much as it helps you guys kind of know if you have to go in and look for these things or not before you ever even get there. Correct. It's a, it's a huge benefit. And just out of my curiosity, can people also put in, you know, if they have pets or something like that into that program? They sure can. And that's a, that's a huge thing because we know then if, if they're not at home and we go in to put the fire out and we know, you know, we can we know the dog's name. So if your dog is scared, and we know, let's just say Rufus is his name, and we call him by name, he he's he's still scared. Don't get me wrong, but he may be more inclined to come to us, and we can get him out. You know, get get him taken care of. It's all about the people, obviously. So talk about some of the other things the fire department does. 
for the community. You know, you've got that program, but also things like child seat inspections, CPR classes, smoke detector campaigns. Just give us an overview of those types of things. So we do. Those three things are, are big things that we do. We still do every Wednesday, the third or first and third Wednesday of every month. We do car seat inspections. You can call our administrative assistant and schedule those. Um, or you can go through Safe Kids Upstate to look for other agencies that, that do them if, if that day doesn't work for you. Um, we do CPR classes on a request basis. We used to do them every Saturday, but it got to be where people weren't showing up. They would sign up and not show up, and it just became a time management issue. Um, the smoke detectors campaign, we'll go out and install smoke detectors because early warning is the best thing to get personnel or people out of their homes if there's a fire. <coughs> so that's a big thing that we do. Um, we'll go out and put a smoke detector up at no charge. Um, and the only thing that we're running into is a lot of newer homes. Um, if they've been, they're 10 years old, their, their smoke detector needs to be replaced. Well, most of those homes are hardwired. So we'll be glad to show you how to, what you can do, or you can have an electrician come and do it. Most of them are pretty plug and play. Um, but we can, we'll be glad to share information on how that, how to do that for you. One of the programs I think people need to know more about is the QRV program, the quick response vehicle. Tell us a little bit about that. I know it's a new program just started this year and how's it going? It's going really well. We're, we're, I feel that it has been truly beneficial to our, our citizens. Um, the fact that um, in December we started it, and it's, it's an ALS QRV, so there's a paramedic and an EMT on it, and that QRV responds to medical calls within the city limits of Greer, and we have the same functions as an ambulance from Greenville County or Spartanburg County EMS, but it doesn't, we don't transport. So we get there, we provide aid, provide care, um, and it's, and truly beneficial to, you know, the QRV's average response time is almost three and a half minutes to four minutes where the ambulances are, are 12 to 15 usually or longer. So it's it's crucial that we get there and we're providing care in a timely manner to our citizens. So it's been very beneficial. That's great for the residents. Uh, bringing it back around to the South Carolina Firefighters Association, um, our department so much about the people, and we've talked about that. I know watching the association's YouTube page. They did a wonderful job of the entire conference. They streamed it. Uh, we were able to see the changing of the guard and you being installed as president. How much did it mean to have not only your colleagues, but your family there with you? So the fire service is very family oriented. So it, it's, you know, as our executive director, Joe Palmer said, it's part of the fire family, but it's also important to have your family there because they're they're committed to this six year process with you, and as you go around and you're gone and and that kind of stuff, having them there for these important things shows them that that they're they're, they're not forgotten. And I think that that's the big thing about the fire service is it's a family. Um, it, we maybe run like a business at sometimes, but we still care about each other. And we still look out for each other. So it meant so much to have not just my family there, but my fire family, friends from the fire service across the state, which is, is a huge thing. You talk about family, and I think, you know, I've only been over here in Greer for a short time now, but I think the entire city kind of operates as a big family as well. A lot of the times you guys as firefighters show up on what is the worst day of someone's life. So talk to me just a little bit about why you love what you do, and maybe some of the the positive things that you show up to and get to experience with the community. So I think the thing about helping is, you know, learning and being able to be a servant to people. Um, You're there when they're, like you said, in in their dire, their need is there. 
and you're there to make a difference. Um, and sometimes it may be just as simple as getting somebody a coat or, or it's putting their fire out in their house or saving a, um, a memorable thing that they had in that house that could have been lost, but we were able to get it out and save it for them. Um, I think that, that just the human nature is to, you know, it just makes you feel good. So I think that's why firefighters do that or public safety professionals do that because of that feel good aspect of serving the public. Well, you and your colleagues do such a fine job and we do appreciate everything you do to keep the community and its members safe. Um, I think we find that across every department in the city. We want to do the best service, and you certainly do that. Congratulations again on your honor. Yeah, congrats. Thank you, thank you. And I thank you for for all the communications efforts that have changed over the years. So we've done a lot of growth in the city of Greer, and making sure that the message is out there is the biggest thing. Um, you know, the we always seem to end up, if you get good publicity out there, there's always negative something happens. So the more good, I think that, that people understand that the better off we're going to be. So I appreciate everything y'all do to get the good messages out there and get the information. I mean, some people don't know about this and they may hear about it and they'll call us tomorrow or whatever when it airs. And that's, that's what we're here for, what we can do to make a difference. That's great. Well, we thank you so much, and we thank everyone else for joining us here on this edition of Here in Greer, the official podcast of the city of Greer. For Ayla Fitzpatrick, I'm Steve Owens, and I hope you join us next time and take care of each other. <laughs>